seven steps to a better blog on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Themes, blazingly fast WordPress templates and plugins built to get more traffic, more subscribers, more clients, and more customers to you. To find out how Thrive Themes can turn your blog or website into a money-making work of art, go to servenomaster.com backslash Thrive Themes. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. Thank you so much for bearing with me. And yesterday's episode, which was a little bit affected by the typhoon, and I apologize for that. I'll try to never be caught in a typhoon again. I'm back out of my dock for a beautiful morning. The weather seems calm. Hopefully, I'm not in the eye of the storm, and the worst part has really passed over me. And today, we're going to talk about something really, really important. As you build your blog, as you grow your blog, as you reactivate the blog that you started years ago and has only made you a few dollars here and there, I want you to think about a few ways that you can improve your blog as a whole. And these are all steps that I'm applying more and more in my business. I don't want to pretend to you like I'm at the end of my journey that I've completed and mastered every single skill in the art of the online marketer because I haven't. I'm always looking for ways to improve. And as we go through these steps, I'll share with you exactly where I'm growing and improving in each of these categories in each of these different ways. And the first one is developing catchy titles. I'm very guilty of writing really boring names for my podcast episodes, for blog posts in the past, and I've been working on improving that steadily. You may have noticed that my podcast episode titles got a lot catchier in the last week. And that's because I realized I needed to really apply my blog principles to my podcast episodes. And I needed to really up my game by making things catchier. And the way to find catchy titles, there's a couple of great ways to do it. One of the best tools out there is BuzzSumo. I don't really need their entire high ticket product suite. What I like to use is their basic search. You can do a couple of free searches a day. And I just type in my category or the idea, like blog or podcast, and I look at all of the top posts in that category or in my niche. And anything that has a really catchy title, I write down. And I save that title, and maybe I'll modify it a little bit later, or maybe I'll reuse it or do something similar. And their titles are ranked by how catchy they are, how effective they were, and how many social media mentions they got. And there's some similar tools to BuzzSumo. You can use Ninja Outreach. You can look on Huffington Post. You can look on The Onion, which is a comedy site, but they still are very, very good at catching those clicks. Any research of this type is very quick, very easy. And what I recommend doing is building up a list of potential episode or blog post titles. The great thing about WordPress is that you can use draft posts. And I have right now, as always, more than 100 blog posts in draft. Whenever I want to put out another blog post, I can just go and find that particular draft message. You can do the exact same thing. Every time you have an idea, just save your list inside of WordPress as a draft. Save it in the demo section. No one else can see it except for you, the admin. And then when you go back later, you've already got a really catchy title taken care of. So the step handles itself. There are plenty of tools, plenty of ways to research and find catchy titles. Anytime you 
see a blog post you like or read a social media article, look at that title and save it. You can have a notebook or a folder. And copywriting, and this is copy, writing the title of your article is really copywriting rather than content. It's the sales writing. Everyone has a swipe file. Just last night I was building out my ultimate swipe file, which has all these classic ads from the 1920s, 40s, even a few from before the 1900s, all the way up to the 1990s. All these ads, 600 pages of ads for people to hand copy and build out their copywriting skill. And this is exactly the same thing. Build out a file of really great article titles, blog post titles that catch your attention and that really fit your space. And you always have them at the ready. These will make a huge difference. Bring you more traffic from Google, more people will read different blog posts, and your entire business, your blog will thrive. Number two is very important, and this is to create an awesome bio or about me section. I was just reworking my about me section last week. I added the about me section well after I started this blog. Really when I started out, I just focused on having a homepage that I kind of liked and the blog page where I could start adding posts. But an about me page is really, really important, especially as you're building up your name, as you're someone new in your market. Now, a common mistake is to make the about me purely descriptive and just have a bunch of like information, like a resume or your biography. That's okay, but that's not the end of your about me, that's the beginning. The about me is a great place for you to try and capture the email lead again. My name is Jonathan, and my goal in life is to help people quit their jobs and build new businesses. Here's my experience, here's why I'm so great at my job, here are some people I helped. And I would love to help you too. Enter your name and email address below and join my tribe. Get my free Quit Your Job Bootcamp or take my quiz where we can analyze and figure out the exact decisions and ways you can change your career, how quickly you can quit your job. Do you see how it makes total sense, there's a total logical flow from doing it about me, talking about yourself, into grabbing that email address. You don't need to sell a product, it's not a place to do a sale, but it's a great place to convince people to join your list. If someone's on the About Me page, they're already a little bit more interested in you, and your About Me is just like that key social proof and record why should I trust you section. So it makes sense to end all that information with a call to action. The third element to have, the third section you can have, and there are different ways to implement this, is your mission statement, your vision. And for some of you, your mission statement can be said in just a few sentences or a few words. My mission statement is really escape the nine to five. That boils it down to me. Helping people to escape traditional jobs, helping people to become their own bosses. But really, escape the nine to five, it says it all, doesn't it? It's a really clear and concise microscript. It's something that's memorable. There are different ways to implement your mission statement. One of the really powerful ways to connect with your audience is to record a video where you explain exactly who you are, who your website's for, who your blog is for, and who it's not. And then the first email you send people after they join your mailing list sends them to this video where they get to see you on a real level and see what you're all about, to see who you are. This will increase how often people open your emails. This will increase how people feel connected to you. This will cover a lot of ground. This isn't quite the about me. This is a little bit different. The about me is who I am and what I do. And this is much more, this is my mission, this is my drive, this is what I want to do, this is my future. So they're a little bit different, we don't want to double duty, some people think that, and you don't. We want to have different ways of saying things and connecting people. Some people say, who are you, what's your history, that's your about me. What's your vision, what's this website all about, that's your mission statement. Tip number four, step number four to a better blog is images, images, images. Initially, people wrote a blogs and had no images at all. And then eventually we came to the point where most blogs now have one image at the top of every blog post. And that's okay. That's better than nothing. 
But the more images your blog posts have, the better you'll do. Some of my blog posts have more content that's image than they do that's text. Whenever you're teaching something or showing a demonstration, you gotta take a lot of screenshots of every tiny step so people don't get lost. All of those little steps, all of those little pieces along the path are very, very important so people can replicate and do exactly what you're showing. When you're writing your blog posts and you're wondering, should I add another image? The answer is always yes. People really engage with images. They increase the power of your content. The more you use custom images, the better. Take screenshots, take photos of your life. More and more, I'm trying to take videos around where I live. I'm trying to get better at getting really good sound with video like I do with these podcast episodes, but people wanna see your real life, they wanna see you and connect with you. So the more you use real photos, whether it's of you or whether it's of things you're trying out or just to go with your stories, it will improve your numbers. How long people spend on each article, how many visitors you get from different sources. You'd be amazed by how much traffic you can get from Google Image. I one time had a photograph on my previous blog that was the number one Google image result for the word nerd. I don't know why or how, but I got a lot of traffic from it. A lot of people began finding my site, began finding my site and coming and visiting me. And traffic brings traffic. It's always a good thing when you can bring more people to your site. Even if they're not your normal traditional audience, traffic brings traffic, it's magnetic. A big struggle that all independent marketers have, we struggle with the calendar. We struggle with being consistent and being on time. I just had a long talk with the editor for these podcast episodes last night, and I need to get ahead of schedule. Right now, I record the episode, and at night, your time, at night, American time, and the next morning, I want it live. And it's not enough lead time for him to edit the episodes every time, and so, especially with the hit from the typhoon, yesterday's episode was a little bit late, and I don't like that. So, we had a long talk, and he's right, I have to get ahead. I have to get at least four or five days ahead of schedule so that there's a little bit of buffer for when I have tropical storms because they happen all the time. And I'm having to adjust and mature my calendar. And I have talked about this a few times in the past. I've been working on improving my calendar. It's just very difficult to find time where it's quiet enough to record and my kids are calmed down and I can find a quiet space and connect with you. But it's so important to me that I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it happen rather than just give up and go down to three days a week or something, which would be so easy and take such a burden off my shoulders, I realized, no, I gotta step up my game and really do better and be earlier. And the same thing applies to your podcast. You should have a calendar, a schedule of when you're gonna write posts. Are you gonna put out a post seven days a week, two days a week, once a week? The more you post, the quicker you'll build an audience. When you get a really good fan, when you get someone on your side who gets excited, they'll go back and read all of your blog posts. So the more content you have for them, the deeper they'll connect. That's why I have so many podcast episodes. I do have people who find me and then just binge their way through podcast episodes. They listen to all 60 episodes that we have up until now. They listen to all of them in just two or three days. It's amazing, but I do the same thing when I find a podcast I like. We just love to gorge on something that's good, the good content, they wanna binge on it, and I wanna have enough content so that people can be satisfied. I know when I find something and I discover, oh, they've only got six podcast episodes, what do I do now? I've listened to them all. I'm very disappointed. Creating a calendar will help you schedule things out. Now, there's a couple of ways you can create your calendar. You can use a piece of project management software. You can use a plugin on your WordPress blog. You can use Omni Outliner. No, not Omni Outliner, wait. The one I use is called OmniFocus. OmniFocus is a little app that I downloaded from the Mac App Store. You know I use on the outliner as well, and I've been thinking about Omni Graphle. I like the Omni product suite, and this one, 
I write down each of my different projects and you can put in due dates for when things are due so you can write down all the different blog posts you want to write and when they're due and it'll throw alarms on your page and shout at you if you get late. And there are tons and tons and tons of calendar tools besides OmniFocus that just happens to be the one I use. Any tool or any calendar that works for you is great. You can write your blog posts well in advance and schedule them for release inside of WordPress. Right next to where you click publish, it can say, when do you want to publish it? It says now. You click on that now and you can write in an exact date and it will release that in the future. So you can plan out your week, have a few posts written ahead of time, and you're golden. The sixth step to a better blog is having calls to action and social sharing buttons on your blog. Let people know what you want them to do. At the end of every blog post, ask people a question so that they leave comments. Encourage people to share on social media. Get them to become active and turn it into a two-way street. Every single person that leaves you a comment is gonna grow your business. When other people see those comments, they get excited. Comments make your blog seem popular. It provides social proof, just like those social media shares. All of that stuff, very, very valuable. And the mistake most people make is simply not asking. You have to tell people what to do. They read your blog post and they're about to go to the next one, but if you say, hey, quickly, leave a comment, then they know, hey, I can just leave a comment and that will increase the value. That will increase the connection. That's what this person needs me to do. Just tell them what to do. Not everyone will do it, but enough will that it will change and turn your blog from something that's stagnant with no comments into something that's a little more active. You can have a lot of traffic, but if you don't tell people to leave comments, you don't tell people to share on social media, they won't. And it will look like your blog is a ghost town when in fact you have a lot of traffic and a lot of visitors who are just consuming your content like monsters, but they're so busy consuming they forget to leave those little comments. The more you can teach people what to do, the more you can teach them that your website is live, that your blog is something interactive, the better. So when people leave blog posts, when people leave comments, it's very important for you to reply to some of them. When people ask a question, when someone makes a comment that you find interesting or they point to a link that's really awesome and you see it in the comment section, reply to it. Let them know, hey, I clicked on your link, I saw your blog, I saw your post, I saw what you recommended, or here's the answer to your question. That's going to blow their minds. When people see that, they go, wow, this really is an active blog so that I can write something and the person who wrote the post will actually read it. Most people don't want to write a comment that just other readers are going to read. They want to write a comment that they know the writer of the article, the writer of the blog post is going to read. The seventh step to a better blog is to go back and clean up and improve your old posts. If you have mistakes in your past, if you have boring titles in your past, go back and change them all. Go back and clean things up. It's never too late to fix things. Yes, things on the internet are eternal, but you're allowed to change and improve things. And 99.9999% of the world hasn't seen your blog yet. Even if you get a million visitors a week, most of the universe hasn't seen your blog. It's okay to change, to improve, and to learn from these things. I constantly go back through and change my blog. I already know that I need to go back through and change a ton of blog post titles. I probably need to retitle every single podcast episode, which the titles come from the blog post. So whenever you see this episode and you see the title, it actually comes from whatever the title of the blog post is. So changing all those blog posts is probably a step I just need to take so that people can see that, hey, these blog posts, these podcasts, they're really exciting. I'm the king of exciting content hidden behind boring titles. I spend ages titling books and I need to take the same type of action when I'm working on the titles for my blog posts and podcast episodes. So together, we're both going to work on improving our businesses. Take the time to build a better blog. Take the time to put together the right steps and build the right processes so that it becomes automatic. I automatically add at least one image to every single blog post without thinking. I've trained myself that way. And for longer blog posts, I automatically go, well, this is long. I need to break it up with a few pictures. Whenever you write a blog post, look at a preview of it or after you publish it, take a look and say, oh, these sections are too long. 
I need to put in some images to break it up so it doesn't feel overwhelming. People don't want to read a book. When they're on your website, they want it to feel like a magazine article. So take a look at how magazine articles are filled with images. Take a look at how they're structured. And that will give you some idea of how people want to interact with or absorb your content. And if you follow some of these steps, I'd love for you in the comments below this episode, below the blog post for this episode on Serve to Master, post a link to your blog or post a link to your favorite blog post. And I'm going to check it out and leave a comment for you to kind of get the ball rolling on your site, to help you out, to get those juices flowing and to help you start getting a little bit of traffic. I'm really excited that we're doing some amazing things today. I know today's episode is a little bit short because we covered the information so fast. I didn't think we'd get through seven so quickly, but I always want to give you as much value as possible. And I'm so excited to see your new and improved blog. And I can't wait to see you implement these seven key changes, these seven key steps to a better blog. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that together we can achieve true freedom.